AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music. And lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Ooh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller. I traded in my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24+. Plus. Hmm, how's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So what went wrong? Oh, nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song? Of course. The choice is yours. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 Plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Hey, welcome to episode 150. Our sponsors are Warby Parker and Dollar Shave Club. And this one's all about uh, crossover songs. Artists that either crossed over to country or country artists that crossed over to pop. And we're also going to talk to AJ McLean, who is of the Backstreet Boys and is also trying to put out country music. And interesting to kind of hear their thoughts. And, and listen, nobody wants... No one in the country music world, like the traditional country music world, wants anything to cross over if they're like super traditional. Uh, I think artists kind of get crap when they do that. I I enjoy it because that means it's so good inside of our format that everybody else gets to experience it. Because right now, you know, Dan and Shay are, are doing that with tequila. And I guess that's the first really big crossover possibility in the last four or five years. I mean, Body Like a Backroad tried... And that, but I don't think that it got as big as uh, tequila from Dan and Shay. When I taste tequila, baby, I still see ya. Cutting up the floor, it's funny because Dan and Shay, they're already on Speechless right now. And Speechless went number one. And tequila's still, you know, kind of jumping up the pop chart. So right now, Speechless is at number 24 on the pop chart. And it's trying. So, and, and recently, I mean, Marin crossed over Marin Morris. But that wasn't so much her song. Now, she as an artist did because she was on this. Oh, baby. With Zed and... Why don't you who else just I just know Zed and Mary. Who's the other one? Yeah. Somebody else is on this song. Just a little. So why don't you just Body Like a Backdoor went to number six on the pop chart? Yeah. It was that high? Yeah. I was completely wrong about that. Body like I guess I didn't hear it that much on the pop chart. I heard it a lot. You did? Yeah. I was wrong on that. I know every Lady in a Bellum Need You Now. Went to number two on the pop chart. It's a quarter after one. I'm on 
Rascal Flatts had a top 10 song on the pop chart with uh, What Hurts the Most. What hurts the most was being so close and having so much to say. And I think in you know the last generation, the biggest obvious crossover is Taylor Swift. Well, I can just play one of her songs here. But she just crossed over herself. Like, she humanly crossed over. Did country and was like, you know what? I'm just going to do pop. And everybody's like, all right, we get it. And I was doing pop radio for a lot of these songs. Lady Annabellum, Rascal Flatts, Taylor Swift. Those three, I was doing pop radio, and it was like, oh, cool, check it out. Some country stuff's crossed over. But I'm a big fan of crossing over because, I mean, you know what? Darius crossed over pop to country instead of country to pop. Like, Darius is an artist that he went from Hootie to being Darius the country singer. And a lot of people will go, oh, the sellouts. No way, man. They're just selling out bigger rooms. And it has to be super awesome in, in our area to go over to, to another one. Uh, let me talk about Warby Parker for a second, because I do love Warby Parker. A lot of my glasses are Warby Parker. And basically what Warby Parker is, by the way, is it was a collaboration of four close friends. And what they wanted to do is have a different kind of glasses, like a, an alternative to the overpriced, even the boring eyewear that's out there now. And they also felt that prescription eyewear shouldn't cost you more than a plane ticket or a new iPhone. And that's why glasses start at $95, including prescription lenses. It's anti-glare lenses, anti-scratch coatings, and for every pair that you buy, a pair is distributed to someone in need. And you might be thinking, how can you buy eyeglasses online? Because I've done this, though. They send you a home try-on program, and it's very easy. You order five pairs of glasses online, have them shipped directly to your house or to work, and then you have five days to try them on, wear them around, show your friends, and get an honest opinion of what they look like, and if you don't like them, mail them back. It's 100% free, it's really easy, and you find a pair of glasses you like, go to warbyparker.com slash bobby. I mean, order them from there. Warbyparker.com slash Bobby. W-A-R-B-Y Parker.com slash Bobby. Get started with a free home try-on. Warbyparker.com slash Bobby and find your perfect glasses today. And so I have a lot of artists here that crossed over one way or the other, right? It's kind of what it is. And and again, we're doing this because we'll talk to AJ McLean coming up in a second, who is trying his own, you know, pop to country crossover. Do I think it's gonna work? It normally doesn't work for anyone. It's rare that it does. So just playing the odds, I don't, but again, I've seen stranger things happen. And I like the guy, he's a nice guy. I'm but, having night vision, but we'll talk to him and find out what's going on. It's called Night Vision, AJ McLean. Alright, did they cross over Darius Rucker? It was in Hootie. And that's kind of the weird crossover because rarely do they go pop to country and make it. You know, especially I was talking about AJ McLean, but he did. He crossed over and had a bunch of hits. Your mic's on if I'm not saying anything. Darius Rucker. Uh, by the way, Hootie's one of the biggest selling bands of all time. Like that record, Cracked Review, is one of the biggest selling records of all time. And I think most people thought that Darius would be a flash in the pan or would have... Because again, if somebody goes from pop to country, the traditional country people go, wait, why are they doing this? Like, Why are they trying to come country? Because they can't make it in pop? Uh, but that really wasn't the case with Darius. As you know now, Darius is a South Carolina dude that loves country music, loves classic country music. And also nobody calls him Hootie anymore. Which he's got to love. Yeah. Because I think everybody just called him Hootie. Yeah. They didn't know him as Darius. So Darius actually did cross over. Steven Tyler was an interesting one that that tried to cross over because he is like American rock royalty. Aerosmith, massive. And whenever Steven Tyler was crossing over, 
I was excited because I just wanted to meet him. It's freaking Aerosmith, and Aerosmith's a rock band. And all of a sudden, Steven Tyler was like showing up in Nashville and making surprise appearances at other artist shows, and then he started showing up at bars playing shows, and then he launched his country career, Love Is Your Name. This is called, right? Yeah. Love is your name. Kind of sounds like Mumford and Sons and Aerosmith mixed together. I do not think that was a successful crossover. And I had him on the show. Yeah. And I was rooting for him to cross over because I wanted to be his friend. Just selfishly, I wanted him to live here and making country music, and I was gonna be Steven Tyler's friend. And a lot of my friends were riding with him. Like Eric Paslay was riding with him, and he was like, he's the nicest guy. But that did not work. He did not. It, it wasn't a successful crossover. That'd be crazy to write with him. A lot of people did. Yeah. Was, you know, he's trying to write with anyone who would write. Uh, Cindy Lauper tried to cross over. And I would get emails going, hey, we have Cindy Lauper on your show. And I never did. And this was, this is our song, right? Called Funnel of Love. Yeah. It was a, a country attempt. I tried and I tried to run it. And it's not even bad. And it's kind of awkward and kind of you know weird sounding. But I think if it were someone who was coming, starting in their career, it sounded like this as a, as a kind of an American, Americana, um, I think it would work in that realm. Like, like a Margot Price, she has that really distinct super country. I, because we know it's Cindy Lauper, we picture Cindy Lauper. Yeah. I think if you just go, hey, this is, you know, Missy Johnson, and she's from Kentucky, and she kind of has this weird vibe, this country vibe. I, tried and I, tried to run and hide. I think you probably go, oh, maybe that's not for me, but I get it. But the fact that she was Cindy Lauper kind of made it weird. And you're like, why is she doing it? She it was just, weird. Yeah, right. It was, it was weird. Uh, that didn't work. Cindy Lauper did not cross over. Brett Michaels from Poison. Someone I had on the show because I was like, it's freaking Poison. Everybody and played softball with him. He's a good athlete. He's a really nice guy. Too. Yeah. Yeah, really nice guy. And he came in, and he had a song called Girls on Bars. Did he ever release the album for this? Do you know? Like a full album? I think just a sing- maybe two singles. It didn't work. He served as a judge on Nashville Star in 2005. Did you know that? Yeah. He, released a, he did release a full-on country album, Freedom of Sound, this is the older one, older older record with Jessica Andrews. So yeah, he did not that did not work. But I had him on the show, and I thought he's a nice guy. Sometimes I have people on the show, and I don't even root for their music so much. I just like them as a guest. So I didn't think the Brett Michael stuff was going to work, but I did like him, and he was going to talk about poison, talk about rock of love, all that stuff that I thought my audience would like. So Brett Michaels did not cross over. Uh, Kid Rock is one, and so when I was in college, I was listening to Kid Rock. Kid Rock was like rap. Yeah. It was like hardcore rock rap. And Kid Rock freaking crossed over. And we were trying All summer long, we were crossed over hard. Things, making love out by the lake to our favorite song. Sipping whiskey out the bottle, not thinking about tomorrow. This was a top five song. He hosted CMT Music Awards twice, Kid Rock did. Do you know that? It's crazy. And he also had, like, Picture. I found your picture today. 
What up? It was never weird, like him doing country. No, it, him doing going to such like rock rap to doing country. It made sense. Him do because he kind of was like a trailer park dude, and being a fellow trailer park dude, it was kind of like trailer park dudes like all kinds of music. And I feel like that's gonna be Post Malone. Yeah, like you think he's gonna years. come up with a country record? Yeah. Here is like here's a song that did not work from Kid Rock, but there ain't nothing like I thought this was good. This Tennessee Mountaintop. Some straight shooting neighbors that don't But yes, he's a crazy a successful crossover. Here's an interesting one is Aaron Lewis from Stained. Who I think I got into a fight on the air. Oh yeah, I remember that. Because he was bashing Luke Bryan and somebody else, and I put him on and we kind of them. I called him? Yeah. I have his number? We have his number? No, maybe. No, did we have his number? We did. So he was in Stained. And he put out a uh, a country record. And He's put out a few. 2011 was his first one. Yeah. That ain't country. That's a natural fact. It almost feels like I don't. That that's not super believable to me. And I think I think this is more so. Because it sounds like Stain doing country. That's. I feel like he's. This is really trying. Country. Like he got in a saloon with his chaps and was like, no, trust me. I do think he's probably kind of a countryish guy. But when you go from being in a rock band to something that sounds super, super traditional, there's got to be like that pivot point where you just don't go from one to the other. That ain't country. I hate when people tell other people they're not country. And not just that song, but that's, I think that's what that song does. But that really bothers me when people go, well, that ain't, that's not country. Like, you're not the country <laughs> warden. You don't get to decide. And what does that even mean, what's country? The, is it the instruments? Is it the message of the music? There are a lot of things that are country. That's kind of his whole thing. Like, I was looking at his Twitter. That he feels that some things aren't country? Yeah. He, people can say he's not country. <laughs> and you know what? It's their right to say that, but I'm just not someone who goes out any country. Like, what, what your sensibilities? How you grew up? I grew up in a tiny town in Arkansas. As country as could possibly be. However... I love hip hop. I was a big '90s alternative fan. I think it was just what age you grew up was a big part of all that you like to listen to. Lionel Richie had a big crossover attempt. Hello. Come on. Is it me you? Huge pop star. But he had a top ten country song, huh? Yeah. Deep River Woman climbed number 10. Deep River Woman. He also wrote Lady for Kenny Rogers in 1980 yeah. that was a pop number one and a country number one. Coming home to you. Whenever I go Bon Jovi, you probably go, nah, probably not. But he kind of did. Yeah. This song was massive. And it, the, the weird part about this Bon Jovi, first of all. <laughs> So, Bon Jovi, huge band in the 80s, even a bit of the 90s, obviously. But then him and Jennifer Nettles did this song, you know, Who Says You Can't Go Home? I spent 20 years trying to get out of this place. I was looking for something. And the weird thing about this was, is that this song, he crosses over into country. It's so big in country that it crosses back over into pop. Like, he's a pop artist that went country that it was so big it crossed back over into pop again. Because we played that a little bit. But that was interesting. Tom Jones had a number one country song, by the way, which is crazy. She's a lady. This is Tom Jones. Bro. 
This is Tom Jones. It's not unusual to be loved by anyone. It's not unusual. And here's his number one country song. So say you stay until tomorrow. 1976. Tom Jones had the number one country hit. finish with this one Jessica Simpson uh, she was obviously a huge pop star when she was younger and I think they did that movie together the Dukes of Hazzard and Willie Nelson was like hey you like country music you grew up in Texas do a country music song in a record and so she put out an album called Do You Know debuted number one country album and Come On Over was a top 20 song so kinda she kinda crossed over kind of funny to look back at the history of crossovers. Again, I root for things from country to crossover into pop because that means it's so good for us that it got so big that pop has to look at it and go, oh, wow, this is doing so great in its own format. And that's what happens a lot of times. Like the alternative songs, like Imagine Dragons, they have to do so well in alternative to be considered a pop. Pop is basically the major leagues for all music. If it kills in its genre, it goes to pop. Like hip-hop, all the biggest hip hop songs go to the pop station. I mean, like Panic at the Disco right now is the number one alternative. And yeah, and it, so it, unless it's an artist that is just a straight pop artist, like the pop format is basically just what's popular in all the other formats. There's this weird negative connotation to pop when actually pop's awesome because it just means popular. So as Dan and Shay make a run with tequila, I'm rooting for him. I, I mean, I don't know the speech stuff doesn't do hit the pop chart too. It is. It is on there yeah. too? They're like 24. Speechless is or, yeah. or tequila? Speechless. Oh, so they're both? Where are they both? Well, I think tequila's done on the pop chart. It is? Yeah. Oh, look at that. Well, whatever. Those guys are crossover money. Eventually, they're going to have something go big. So, well, there you go. There's all the crossovers. Let me do, um, before we get AJ on from the Backstreet Boys, let me talk about Dollar Shave Club because I love it in my house, my bathroom. You see a lot of Dollar Shave Club stuff. I love it. They have everything I need to look my best. You know, what I love too is that I never have to go to the store because Dollar Shave Club delivers everything I need right to the door and they keep me fully stocked on what I use so I don't run out and they have it all. They have you covered head to toe, your hair, your skin, your face, whatever you need, they have it. And they have this new program where they automatically keep you stocked up on products you use. You determine what you want, when you want it, and it shows up right at your door from once a month to every six months. And for me, the Dollar Shave Club toothpaste, I love it because... One, it's great toothpaste, but two, it comes every three months. That's how I have it set. Every three months, it comes right to me. Toothpaste, I run out, or I just am always squeezing the very bottom of the tube because I don't want to go to the store or I forget it. Every three months, I have it set to come to my house. They're handsome discount. The more you buy, the more you save. Right now, they have a bunch of starter sets you can get for five bucks, like their oral care kit. After that, the restock box ships regular size products at regular prices. So what are you waiting for? Your starter set, five bucks right now, dollarshaveclub.com slash bones, dollarshaveclub.com slash bones. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. 
access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com stereo right now. NetSuite.com stereo. NetSuite.com stereo. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. All right, we talked to AJ McLean. We're going to play that interview uh, right now. Hello. Hello, Mr. Mister Man. Hey, dude, what's happening? Dude, I'll, wait, first off, Happy New Year, Merry Christmas, <laughs> and freaking lations dude. I was your number one fan on the show. When you got the mirror ball, I was like, thank you. I would have been so mad. I would have caused a social media uproar if you didn't win. Well, thanks, dude. I appreciate that. You good? Uh, Dude, I couldn't be better, man. Uh, I mean, just a little bit of stress with the whole fire situation that happened in California. My family and I have been bouncing around from hotel to hotel to house to house. We're moving again tomorrow, but we'll, we'll hopefully be back in our house by April. How about uh, so, New Year started? What are you up to? Uh, man, dude, I, I've been busting my butt trying to finish up my uh, debut solo country record, uh, which will be out in April. Um, and then uh, Backstreet's gearing up, about to go back on tour. Brand new album coming out at the end of this month. Uh, we have two more runs in Las Vegas, and then we are done in Las Vegas. And then rehearsals start, and we're back on the road again, man, for yeah, our dude. 25th anniversary tour. It's Pretty much the rest of this year is booked. You're a gr- you're a grinded man. Yeah, dude, got to man, got to do it. I I truly miss being on a, a, a tour bus. Vegas has been outstanding. It's been phenomenal, but there's just something about being on a bus that I do miss. Talk to me for a second about this country project and what you have in mind. Like, what's what's the plan? Well, uh, we are hoping to have another single released uh, hopefully shortly in the next few weeks or like in like the next month. Um, it's a song that I actually did with a guy from Nashville named Dave Fenley, uh, amazing writer, producer. He was just just, just recently on The uh, Voice, uh, made it to Final Three. He's super talented. Um, and, uh, you know, I've, I've been working on this record now for about a year and a half, uh, pretty much ever since we finished and put out God, Your Mama, and Me with us in FGL. That was where I kind of got the inspiration to really kind of just shed my skin and really kind of try something new. And But I told myself, if this wasn't really organic, then I wasn't going to do it. I wasn't going to force it. The songs had to be right. My writing space in my head had to be right. And 
it just happened perfectly, and I couldn't be happier with what's with with what's come out, and I can't wait for the world to hear it. So, what was that like for you? Whenever Florida Georgia Line calls and goes, "Hey, do this project with us," was that like, "Wow, we're, we're going to hop into the country world," or was that, like, like what what happens in your mind there? Well, you know, I mean, Nick was the one that kind of was the catalyst for that whole thing. Nick actually saw the guys during CMA Fest in Nashville in Franklin, and he went to CMA Fest. He met the fellas backstage and found out that they're huge Backstreet Boy fans. Um, BK's first concert when he was six was our concert, which is kind of crazy. Um, and they were doing Backstreet's Back in their show. And none of us really believed it. And then Nick showed us a YouTube video, and sure enough, they're doing it in like a stadium and everyone's singing along. And it was just kind of a mind, a mind blown moment. Like, wow, really? The country world is rocking out to Backstreet's Back. But Music is for music lovers, you know, and country to me has really kind of opened up its doors to really expand so much more outside of what what country's been known for. And FGL truly, in my opinion, are the are the trailblazers. I mean, working with Nelly, working with BB Rexa, Jason Derulo, kind of stepping in almost an EDM direction with certain songs, and then really just kind of having almost that urban in, that urban pop influence. And that really, really inspired me. After we did Crossroads with those guys, I started really kind of diving into the whole Nashville scene. I spent probably a grand total of almost a year in Nashville. I was going to move there. I was going to take my family and move there. I'm madly in love with the city of Nashville. I love it there. I love the people. I love the culture. I love the music. It's so inspiring. And uh, I spent so much time down there. And hopefully someday I do get a, a, you know, a nice place down there. But uh, still out in California for now, but just been busting my butt in the studio. Probably recorded about three quarters of the album in Nashville and the rest out here in Los Angeles. So tell me, the record's going to come out in April, and it's your debut solo country album. Like, What's the record going to sound like? What can you tell me right now? Um, it is, it's a little bit of all that I kind of bring to... Backstreet, as well as what I want to bring to country. So it's got pop, it's got urban, it's got country, it's got soul, um, it's got gospel. It's definitely just me kind of being myself. You know, I'm not trying to be something I'm not. I just want to make good music that people love, that people can relate to. I want to write songs about my beautiful children, about my gorgeous wife, about the highs and lows that I've been through in my life. And just make it a real fun, relatable record. And like I said, I couldn't be more proud. I've got to work with some super, super talented cats in in L.A. And I've done a bunch of writing. Oh, we're losing him. I think we lost him. Well, there you have it, folks. He'll leave us with that. He'll leave it. We'll just have to keep wondering. (laughs) There he is, A.J. McClain. These songs here. I'm having night visions. This is night visions. This is Back Porch Bottle Service. And this was the jam. I want it that way. But good luck to him. There he is real quick. Hey, we lost you, buddy. Yeah, sorry, man. It's, a, it's this weird random drop area by my house. I have no idea why. It's all wide open spaces. Now, you're all good. Uh, well, listen, let us know whenever you come back to town. Love to have you up. Dude, absolutely, man. And uh, I'll be out in Vegas for ACMs. I hope I can get to see you out there because that's right around the time that I'm dropping the record. Okay, cool. Well, uh, there he is, AJ McLean. Hey, appreciate the nice words, buddy. And uh, yeah, maybe I'll see you in Vegas. If not, next time you come to town, hit me up. Absolutely.
Absolutely, bro. For sure, man. All right, he's chopping out again. AJ, good to talk to you, bud. We're losing you again. There he is, AJ McClain. All right, here we go, episode 150. Thank you very much, our crossover episode. Thanks to the sponsors, Warby Parker and Dollar Shave Club. Thanks to AJ McClain. And uh, Jake Owens, the next one going up in the next few days. Yeah. So Jake Owens will be here. Also, check out the Sore Losers podcast if you like the, country, uh, the, the sports with Raymundo, Eddie, and Lunchbox. Also, Amy Brown has one. Four things with Amy Brown. A lot of things um, motivational, spiritual, uh, a lot of... Um, what else you do over there? Like uh, exercise, a lot of health stuff. Yeah, four things to Amy Brown. Uh, Velvet's Edge. If you're into fashion, and she does a bunch of beauty stuff and even pop culture stuff. So a lot of stuff. Yeah, check it out on the Nashville Podcast Network. Thank you very much. Episode 150. We'll see you next time. Bye, everybody. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.